Hi everyone, and welcome to yet another edition of Bavarian Podcast Works. You're here with me, Samrin, today, and we are looking forward to Bayern's game against Armenia Bielefeld. So, right off the bat, there's so many things to talk about when it comes to Bayern, but let's get the bad out of the way. COVID-19. Chupo Moding, who was brought in to allow Robert Lewandowski the occasional rest is out with COVID, has not taken the vaccine, and um, there is no rest for Lewandowski. Bayern is basically reliant on a striker who's nearly 35 years of age, and um, as fantastic as Lewandowski is, an occasional rest would really do him some good. Joshua Kimmich is out for who knows how long at this point. I, like, I, I can barely recall the last time I saw Kimmich play, um, just as he decided to get the vaccine. <laughs> He ended up getting COVID. We've covered Kimmich enough. You all know what's going on over there. Luca Hernandez was apparently taken off against um, Dynamo Kiev in midweek as a precaution. So hopefully he should be back. And um, Serge Gnabry should be back for this one as well. So there's some more options. I believe Jamal Muziala should also be back and rolling for this one. Um... The big question comes in midfield. Um, I think Bayern will have to pair Goretzka and Toliso. I don't know if Toliso's injury, if Toliso is injured again, but uh, Sabitzer doesn't necessarily look fit enough and healthy enough to begin. At some point, we might end up seeing Mark Rokov <laughs> being paired <laughs> with Leon Goretzka. Things in defensive midfield are not great. I guess that's my central point here. So. That's a tough spot for Bayern. Uh, Bayern remains top of the table by a single point now that Borussia Dortmund has been consigned to basically the Europa League or probably no Europe at all. They're kind of have, while they're going to play the same number of games, they might be slightly easier games. So there may be a slight advantage that Dortmund has over Bayern. Uh, Bayern did lose the last league game pretty toothlessly, 2-1 against Augsburg in a Bavarian derby and Bayern has made it a habit to lose to opposition who are struggling as Eintracht Frankfurt. Uh, even Mönchengladbach is not doing all that much better sitting not so pretty in ninth eight on 18 points tied with uh, Mainz and Leipzig who are also not doing wonderfully great. But Armenia comes into this match having gotten themselves together a bit. It, the season did not start well and it it I've heard the saying that the second season is always harder than the first in terms of survival and in Armenia's case that's what that's the way that things seem to be going even when they played well they seem to not be able to use the momentum to score goals but a 1-0 win over Stuttgart uh Masaya Okugawa scored in that one I thought that was a pretty well deserved win um kind of started giving them the first win of the season kind of started helping things turn around and against Wolfsburg they would have done well to hold on to their two goal lead Okagawa scored in that one Fabian Close um, rather Fabian Close scored from the penalty spot their captain but uh, they couldn't hold on Vegorsten and Mecha uh, Mecha I mean rather uh, scored the equalizing goals for that one. So, in terms of Armenia's lineup, in that game, Armenia lined up in a 4-2-3-1 with Ortega in goal and um, with uh, Brunner, 
Amos Pieper, Nielsen, and Larson in their back line. Pretel and Vasilidis in central midfield. Patrick Wimmer, who I think is having a pretty good season. Alessandro Schoff and Okugawa, who's having a great season as their midfield three. And Close up front. Close is a very hardworking striker, and he'll latch on to whatever our defense gives him. And our defense might give him a little much, as we know. Although I have to make the case that against Dynamo Kiev, Bayern didn't really have any defenders by the end of the game when things did start to really look shaky and that wasn't as important a game as this one is going to be um because Bayern will need to win basically to hold on to top spot yes they can rely on Dortmund not getting a great result especially after elimination in the Champions League it's not something that happens regularly to Dortmund getting eliminated in the group stage. I think the last time that this happened was under Jurgen Klopp in, uh, oh man, it's so long. I want to say 2011 to 12. And uh, yeah, they didn't do great in the Europa League that season as well. But it's been a while since this has happened to Dortmund. And it's, it's, it, we have a lot to see about what the psychological impact of a defeat like that will feel like because Dortmund really did deserve to lose the game it, yes they are very very um they they there was a lot of bad luck they've been struck down by injuries but still so back to Bayern against Kiev Bayern lined up with Neuer in goal Davies Hernandez Nianzu and Pava as the back four I do not think that will necessarily change Leon Goretzka and Tolizo in mid in the defensive mid if Tolizo's injured, I guess Mark Roca can step in. Zane, Mola, Coman. Um, one of Zane or Coman might get a rest for Gnabry. We'll see. And Lewandowski up front. So I don't think there will really be much change. Hopefully the bench will look deeper than Tillman, Fruchtel, Ulreich, Roca, Zar, and Richards. So that's something to look out for. Um, other than that, the last time, one of the last times that Bayern and Bielefeld met was a very entertaining 3-3 draw. So God help Bayern if it snows, because the only time that I've seen Bayern do well in recent history in the snow is against Dynamo Kiev, which is funny because Kiev is a team way more used to snow than <laughs> most other teams. But that's Bayern for you. Bielefeld, having gotten themselves together, will be confident of getting something away from this game because it's not like Bayern hasn't lost, right? Um... In the league, they have lost to Augsburg and Frankfurt in the cup. They've been booted out by Borussia Mönchengladbach, who also took a point from Bayern in the league. So, Jürgen Nagelsmann said after the Augsburg game, and forgive me if I'm not paraphrasing him exactly correctly, that that was the first time that he was disappointed in his team. And I have to agree, because that performance was scary in how toothless it was. Gladbach was pretty toothless too, but Gladbach was a tactical masterclass by Adi Hutter, I would say. But this was just poor. I mean, um, he now has additional headaches because of Kimik, And with Kimik being out for a while, he really has to think about how he wants to navigate things. Bayern plays Dortmund next week. Barcelona the, uh, in midweek after that. Uh, Mainz, Stuttgart, and Wolfsburg to round off the season before the winter break. And honestly, none of those are easy fixtures. Stuttgart's having a rough time of it. I would say that's probably the easier of the lot, but they're all difficult fixtures. Uh, Barcelona, Bayern may, might have to play the first team because of the injury crisis. It's a dead rubber 
but Barcelona will be playing for their lives in that game so anyone who's in that in that game might have to fight hard because I do believe Benfica will beat Kiev and then Barcelona will have to figure things out so uh, that will not be easy Borussia Dortmund might feel like with the Champions League out of their hands they might feel like this is their shot at the league and they might fight harder than they ever have despite their long and lengthy injury list. Mainz is never easy to play. Wolfsburg have been sort of revitalized under Florian Kofeld. I don't like Kofeld. I think he was one of the big reasons behind Red Raven getting relegated. Yes, the quality of the squad wasn't the best, but he could have done more. I do think he had a better squad than Bielefeld did, who did stay up, so mm, I don't know, but we'll see. And um, back to this game against Armenia, um, Bayern has a sort of point to prove about playing teams low in in the lower ends of the table. And um, Bayern would do well to take this pretty seriously and win. The performance against Kiev was really, really good in the first half, but there were just too many dicey moments. And while that performance meant little because Bayern had qualified and Bayern had basically qualified as top, although that wasn't guaranteed until they played Kiev, Nagelsmann um, has some things to work out, I think. So, I guess we'll just have to wait and see how things pan out. But, um, other than that, it'll be an interesting game. Bielefeld is always a very good watch. So, um, don't let the name of the opposition stop you from watching this one. And other than uh that oh just as just as an added note i believe joseph stanisic will also be back for this one and uh yep that's it from me as always thanks for your support and let us know what you think be sure to stay tuned to bavarian podcast works for all of your up-to-date coverage on Bayern munich in germany follow us on twitter at bavarian fb works at jefferson fenner at the barrel blog at tommy adam 71 at bfwn and more take care and have a very good night